1 Samuel 17, and I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you. Your servant David has been tending his father's sheep. And whenever a lion or a bear came and carried off a lamb from the flock, I went after it. I struck it down. I delivered the lamb from its mouth. If it reared up against me, I would grab it by its fur, strike it down and kill it. Your servant has killed lions and bears. And this uncircumcised Philistine, what a way David put his words here. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. For he has defied the armies of the living God. And then David added in verse 37, he says, The Lord who delivered me from the claws of the lions and the bears will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Go, said Saul, and may the Lord be with you. I'll say it again. He said, go, said Saul, and may the Lord be with you. Today, just for a few fleeting moments of time, I would like to preach to you, my future is depending on my faith. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how great you are. And again, we pray to you. Today, God, send this word, God, that will move mountains, that will cause hearts to be shaken, that will cause, that will cause spirits to be stirred, that will cause heartbreak to be broken, that will cause depression to leave and diabetes to dry up and cancer to run. God, I thank you today, God. Let your word come, because your Bible says he sent his word. And his word healed us and delivered us from our distress. And today, God, we give you glory and praise. Send an anointing, God. And we're going to be careful to give you glory and give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Tell your neighbor while you're sitting down, grab your neighbor in the cyber sanctuary. Look at him real good. Look at him in the face. We'll look at him right in the eye, because we call it eyeball-to-eyeball eyeball contact. I know. Look at your neighbor next to you and look them dead smack in their eye. And tell your neighbor who you're looking at dead smack in their eye eyeball to eyeball contact my future is depending on my faith say it again my future is depending on my faith let us preach there is something there is something calling you to greater you can't shake it you cannot deny it you try to run from it but it's chasing you and that thing that's chasing you is your future you know it is coming. You know it is calling you. You know it is speaking to you. But what are you saying back to your future? Are you speaking transformation? Are you speaking um, transformational intentionality into your future? Are you speaking manifestation of the liberty of God into your future? Are you continuing to surround yourself with the talk of faith? Are you breathing the atmosphere of faith? Faith, there should be an evidence on your language. What are you saying to your future? How many of you on the line today and on the cyber sanctuary have been saying things to your future? Have you been, manif have you been declaring your future? Have you been saying, I'm going to do this in this time and I believe God's going to have this for me and I trust God for this and I know that if I stay on this way, I know this is going to happen for me. How what are you saying 
to your future? Or are you putting doubt in your future by saying, I don't know, uh, or, 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 or maybe it's not going to happen for me? Or are you having some, some moments of intrepidation? Are you having some moments of, of hindrances that say, I don't know about my future? But are, but are you, the, there's two types of people. There's the one that's going to go and there's the one that's going to look. I believe that you and I are the ones that's looking into the future. Sure, we may not can't see what's on the other side, but as long as we are speaking to our future, I want to note you know, brothers and sisters, you should write in the comments, I am speaking to my future. Pastor, why am I speaking to my future? Well, I believe that my future is waiting on me. And I believe that in my future, there are better things, greater things. My better quality of life is just around the corner. And I am living, hallelujah, I am, I am living this life so that I can get just around the corner because David said, I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living he's talking about the now day he ain't talking about five months from now he he's talking about now i believe again that you shall see the goodness of the lord in this land where you're living at i believe that what are you saying about your future or do you not say anything at all because do you know to make to not say something is saying something to not say something to your future you're saying something to your future it's just like to not to make a decision, you are making a decision to not. I know that sounds kind of funny, but I'll say it again. When you do not make a decision, you are still making a decision not to make a decision. So what are you saying to your future? What are you drawing up for your future? Are you blueprinting your future? I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but I'm doing the very best I can to blueprint my future. For Jesus has given you an upgrade in the spirit and now you and I have to walk in it and be in it. The Bible says that a righteous man steps, a righteous man steps, his going, his movements, his interaction, his elevation, his benefits are orchestrated by God, the master of the heavens and the earth. This faith series that God has us on is to boost us, to activate us, to initiate us, to introduce us and also to accept your faith in God and his power because the sovereign name of God is able to deliver and set you free with his demonstration my future is contingent upon the fellowship of his name and on his word and i must admit we should be actively how again we should be actively saying things for our future for the bible for jesus says if i be lifted up and upon this earth i will draw all men unto me that simple is saying when you begin to lift god up i'll say it again when you begin to lift god up he will draw all the things that are that were that was talked about you that were predestined for you to you he began to draw them to you what do you mean pastor yes let me let me give a teaching moment here my brothers and sisters the best thing you can do the best thing you can do is begin to talk about Jesus in your life. How do I talk about Jesus in my life? You don't got to go out and grab somebody and just begin to slap them full of Jesus. You don't got to do them that, that, that way. Matter of fact, you probably scare them off when you start slapping them full of Jesus. What you got to do is live a life that is, that is respective of who he is to you. I'll say it again. You got to live a life that is respective of who he is to you. And then someone will ask you, what is, what's going on? How can I be like that? What are you doing? What is your secret? How are, 
How are you succeeding when nothing else is working? How are you doing that? Why? Because I have taken the word of God and I've hidden it in my heart and I meditate on it and I talk to myself about it. You know, so I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I know it seems crazy sometimes for you to be talking to God all by yourself. I know folks, you know, but back in the day they said, are you talking to yourself? That seems crazy. Nope. Sometimes I'm the only one that understands me. I know, ha, 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 I'm going to laugh again. Sometimes you are the only one that understands you. Do you know you spend the most time with yourself, nobody else? And because you spend the most time with yourself, you should be the one, you should be the one reading the instructions of God for your life. Why? I spend the most time with myself. And because I spend the most time with myself, I should be putting something in me that's going to get me to my future. My future is contingent upon the, upon the fellowship of his name. I must admit that I should be active. Psalm says, Psalm makes it clear. Blessed is the man that walks in the fear, that the reverence, the depth, the respect, the honor, and the worship, who walk in his ways of God, who partners and surrenders himself again with the hand of God. Catch this. You will eat the fruits of your labor. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He will bless your fields, and he will prosper you. Why? Because I'm walking, I'm talking faith to my future and if you ever want to put up if you ever want to put up blocks in your future you know um i'm a football fan and i and i like football i like when a quarterback begins to take the ball back and when the quarterback takes the ball back and he begins to throw what makes him able to be able to throw and have time is he has a line in front of him he has people in front of him blocking when you begin to glory when you begin to speak when you get to your future, you are having something in front of you throwing a block. So that when the enemy gets ready, how to try to sack you, glory to God, you have something in front of you that's throwing a block. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that the word of God goes before me and throws a block. Because the Bible says, the Bible says that he will make the cricket way straight. In other words, he says, I go before you. Huh? That's why he says, if God be for you, who can be against you why he's throwing blocks so when the enemy try to do that when the enemy try to bring destruction god throws a block when the enemy tries to bring sickness god throws a block when the enemy tries to bring depression god throws a block when he tries stuff that he has no business trying god throws a block thank god he's blocking for me i'll say it again thank god he's blocking for me he's blocking my future because he knows that when i get over to the other side of my when i get over to my other side that i'm gonna tear the kingdom of the enemy down not only am i gonna tear the kingdom of the not only am i gonna tear his kingdom down i'm gonna bring i'm gonna tear down everything that has a stronghold over my life why because i'm my future is calling me and I don't know about you my brothers and sisters but my future is calling me and my future is saying to me go and achieve go and pursue go and get what God has for you we have just come through this pandemic and, and everybody and we're everybody's talking about it and I'm going to be one talking about it for as long as I can and, until, until it's over but God has let me know that even in this pandemic that there's moments to prosper. Even in this pandemic, you can come over. Do you know um, we're at an old location? And the first lady said, it's time for upgrade. Not knowing what God was getting ready to do in all of our lives. 
all of a sudden, upgrade things start to happen. Things start falling in place. And you'll be wondering, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God. And you'll be wondering what's going on. Why? My faith, hallelujah, has produced something in my future. And I'll say it again. Your faith will produce your future that will have something calling you. Have something calling you. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. One of the key components... One of the key components and, and conduits of my faith for my future is the power of prayer. Prayer is the blueprint of your future. Your faith is the paper or the deed is written upon. I'll say it again. Prayer is the blueprint of your future. Your faith is the deed that paper is written upon. So what are you saying, preacher? I'm saying to you, prayer puts you in touch with the inner you that walks by faith and not by your fleshy eyes. There, uh, we should try to... Um, we should try to talk you. That means that it, when your fleshy eyes will try to talk you out of what God is saying to you. But your faith and your prayer says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. When you start praying glory to God, you start your faith, your prayer start telling your faith life. Come and taste and see that the Lord is good and he is a rewarder. That means that word rewarder is a very good word that the Bible put in there. He's a rewarder of them that diligently. That word water, that word rewarder means that he is a continual, non-stopping divine activity. I'll say it again. Hallelujah. It is continual. Glory to God. Continual, non-stopping divine activity in my life. Catch this. In my prayer, feel life full of faith. I'll say it again. In my prayer, full life full of faith can I tell you that God is an absolute God God has designs for you to live above and that's why he designed principles in his word and for us to grab onto and for us to learn because when we have the principle of God in our lives everything begins to work out for us why because the principle sets a precedent on the things that are due to you see you know what there's two types of season there's a due season a D-U-U, a D-U-E season, and a due season, a D-E-W. See, and I want to walk in both. I want to walk in the due season, D-E-W. That means that in the morning, there is a refreshing of the ground of God. There's a refreshing that God himself, because the Bible says, um, um, the theologians say that between 3 o'clock a.m. and 6 o'clock a.m., God walks the earth and because he walks the earth you can tell he walks the earth because have you noticed if you go outside if you go outside before three o'clock all the ground is dry and as soon as you go outside in the morning all of a sudden there's moisture on the ground how did that happen because he is the dew of the morning hallelujah simply rest upon my heart glory to God and then there is dew season that's d-u-e d-u-d-u-e season that's the season when things is due. In other words, it's time for it to happen. It has to happen. It's time for it to happen. And my brothers and sisters, which season are you living in? Are you living in due season or due season? Because I, I want to live in both of them. I want to live in a season of glory to God where he's refreshing me every morning and my stuff is on time. You and me, my brothers, we must face our future. And the only way you and I are going to get to, the only way you and I are going to face our future, we have to put our trust in the hand of God and not only put our trust in the hand of God we got to do something see that's most times we talk faith but faith without works is dead you cannot sit in your house and say I'm looking for a new job and all you do is get on the computer and just let, no you got to do something you got to make something happen in your life 
We have to start to learn to work the word. We have to work the word. That's why God calls the word seed. He calls the word seed because we're supposed to plant the seed in the ground. We are the ground. And when you plant the seed of God in the ground, because the Bible calls us we're earthen vessels. That means we are earthen vessels. There's treasure in earthen vessels. What is the treasure? The seed. God gives you seed to grow by. He says, I give seed to the sower. You are the sower and you are the person who should plant the seed. When you plant the seed, the seed will produce the harvest. You don't even got to do hardly much. Because the seed is already designed to grow. All you have to do is put it in the ground and, and monitor what's going on with your ground. Because when you plant a seed, now I'm from Mississippi. Well, I, what I, I'm from Mississippi. My mom and I'm from Mississippi. They farmers. They learn how to plant seed. They plant seed in the ground and they cover the cover with dirt. And when what happens is they go out there all the time to till the ground. Other words, you must bust up some stuff. You must bust up some stuff to keep the moisture to go through the ground. And also you must protect the seed from the weeds. Because weeds want to eat your seed. You have people in your life who just like weeds. They don't mean you no good. They don't want to see growth in your life. They don't want to see continual growth in your life. So what they do is they try to come and choke the seed. Matter of fact, I believe there's some of you on the line that have seed chokers in your life. Have you ever told them a dream? Have you ever told them to get behind you and support you with something? Have you ever told them I'm struggling in an area and all of a sudden it gets worse? Because you told them they use that, they, they become your seed chokers. But I'm telling you, by the grace of God, you're going to get rid of the seed choker. Because you're going to start recognizing that my faith, my future is dependent on my faith. My future is dependent on what I do. My future is dependent on how I respond. My future is dependent upon me. And so in the text, as I hurry up, in the text from last week, David was hearing what the words well, David had heard the word over his life from his foundation. And David was entered to his purpose and his destiny was meeting and was getting ready to collide. For his daddy had just sent David down to the war site. And the moment when God and David was in fellowship in the backside of the desert, the place, uh, 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 the place of privateers, the place of private conversations, the place in which God and David began to dwell, all of a sudden it was here at this moment when here is David standing before all of the, all, all the house of Israel. And David is standing before Goliath, his giant. He, all the times that David spent in the backside, all the times that David cried and prayed out to the Lord, all the times that David was, uh, uh, David was with God, now his destiny and his purpose was colliding. My brothers and sisters, something, there's some things in life that can, you cannot not avoid. Because what God wants to do in your life is, let, is demonstrate in public the private moments you had with God. <laughs> I'll say it again. Sometimes in life, God wants, to God wants to demonstrate the private moments you had with God. If you desire to build faith moments in your life, I'll dare you to be bold enough to look crazy and have verbal conversations with God. 
in the backside of your wilderness, in your car, in your closet, in your kitchen, in your bathroom, with no one else around, where no one else can hear what you're saying but God. They, these are private, intimate moments that build your faith and dependency upon the, upon the voice of God. For the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. People ask me, Pastor, how do you feel now that you're at home, that you're at the church building and at home? I tell them, well, I was preaching to myself in the kitchen late nights. I was dancing by myself in the kitchen late night when there was no musicians. Why? Because I was, I was facing my future. When I couldn't find a musician at midnight to play for me, I was still dancing and singing and crying out to God. The kids would hear me in the closet crying, and they would make so much fun of me saying, listen to Daddy. But nobody knew how I was crying out to God. There was moments in my life when I was in, when I was in the back cutting grass, and I'll be I was riding I was riding the lawnmower, and I'll be in the back of riding the lawnmower, and I begin to talk to God and begin to decree my future of faith. It is it it, it, it is this part of me that I was on the lawnmower, clapping my hands, singing to God all all by myself in the back of my lawn, in the in the in the, in the back when I was riding the lawnmower. I began to bless His name without a microphone, without an online audience, without a praise team. I was on the back side of the mountain. That's where your faith comes from because I began to experience God what who God was without nobody in my face I began to find out who God was without an audience I began to find out who God was without a microphone why because my faith I was facing my future faith will teach you to say yes hallelujah faith will teach you to say yes even when your back of your heart you want to say no Faith will teach you how important God is to you. And I remember that. And faith will teach you that you're going to reach your full potential when you begin to talk to God all by yourself. I'm daring you in the cyber sanctuary to make time just to talk to God. I know it looks crazy. I know it doesn't seem right. But it's crazy faith. It's time for you and I to move in dimensions and levels in God. And I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, when you begin to do that, you will reach your full potential and your moment in God. David had reached this moment when destiny and purpose was colliding. But the thing in the text that, that got to me is that when David began to fight his enemy, hallelujah, the thing in the text that really got to me, that really, that really got to me, that notice this. Here is David getting ready for his moment. David getting ready for his, his moment. There was no balloons. There was no band. There was no parade. But there was an adversary. There was no balloons. There was no band. There was a parade, but there was no adversaries. There was no balloons. There was no parades. There was no, there was no band, but there was an adversary. So you mean to tell me, yes, sometimes in your life, your greatest victory is going to be before your enemy. The greatest victory in your life is going to be when you're standing in front of your enemy. Now, most times, folks want us to just want God to just wipe it out the way and let's walk through and we'll just shout the victory then. No, but I believe in my heart that what God is, what God is doing in this season, what God is trying to tell you and me through this message is that he wants to display himself in front of your enemies. I'll say it again. God wants to display himself in front of your enemy. So tell your neighbor, this next season of my life, I, uh, God's going to bring, God's going to show me, show my enemy my victory in public. I'll say it again, this next season in your life, God's getting ready to show your enemies your victory in 
public. I'll say it again. This next season in your life, God is getting ready to show your enemies your victory in public. Tell your neighbor, and this, and this, and this, and this is your shout for the day. I'm getting ready for my public victory from my private encounters with God. Tell your neighbor one more time. I'm getting ready for my public victories with for my for my public victories with my private encounters with God because he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and I'm hurrying up for David confidence was on display in full view of non-believers and the obstacle that was bigger than him and the obstacle that he's never seen before in his life my brothers and sisters your giant is always is going to be bigger than you why because faith will bring your problem faith will bring you to your problem faith will bring your mountain to you faith will bring your giant to you why because your giant your mountain and your problem will be under the hand of God why because God wants to bring your high places down why because he understands that your faith how it must get you to your future so what God does is God says I'm going to bring the high places down David looked at, at this obstacle as an opportunity to David looked at this obstacle as an opportunity to leap into his future. My brothers and sisters, when you are facing problems, when you are facing, when you are facing obstacles and hindrances in your way, that's the perfect time to change your perspective. That's the perfect time to look at it differently. How many of us have been looking at our situation differently? Are, are, are we saying gloom and doom? Or are we saying God's going to give me victory? Because I know I'm not going to be how I'm not going to be here always. We sing a song that says, that we sing a song that says, it will always be like this. God's going to perfect the things concerning me sooner or later. It's going to turn in my favor. And how do I know it's going to turn in my favor? Because there are moments in my life when I didn't have no lights in the wilderness. There were moments in my life where I had to feel my way back. There are moments in my life where nobody talked. There was no, moments in my life when nobody talked to me. There was moments in my life when I felt this all alone. There are moments in your life when you feel as though nothing's going to work out for you. But all of a sudden, here comes God. That's a great place to shout. That's a great place to clap your hands. Here comes God. Why? Because God knows that your faith is important. Your faith will get you to your future. What are you saying, preacher? And I'm getting ready to go. That my faith will get me to my future. Why? Because my future is dependent upon my faith. My, my future is dependent upon what I say. My future is dependent upon how I act. My future is dependent on me. My future is dependent on how I, how I let God loose in my life. We sing a song as soon as I stop worrying and stop worrying about it and let God have his way. I want to do my brothers and sisters that that should be your greatest testimony I'm letting God have his way in my life why because my faith is dependent upon it if I let God have his way in my life I know that whatever has been hindering me I know that whatever's been wearing me down I know that whatever has stopped my way before I know that this time around I'm letting God have his way do me a favor in the comments that we getting ready to go I'm getting ready to say goodbye to you tell your neighbor I'm letting God have his way Why? because when I began to let God have his way all of a sudden Hollywood things began to recognize here is God and when things began to recognize that God is in the building when things began to recognize that God is on my side when obstacles began to recognize God when hindrances began to recognize God when, when sickness and disease began to recognize God they know that they got to bow down because my Bible tells me that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is that Jesus is Lord why my brothers and sisters because 
God knows that your future is dependent upon your faith. And your faith is in him. Your faith is in him. That's why you trust him. That's why you pray to him. That's why you go to him. Why? Because my faith, my future is dependent upon my faith. My future is dependent upon my faith. Because my faith says to me that without God, I can do nothing. Without God, my life really doesn't really add up to much. Without God. But with God, I can do all things with God. My brothers and sisters, I would like to tell you and testify to you. Just a quick testimony. I'll let you go. When the Lord told me about this ministry, he said, talk about it. Breathe it. Absorb it. Talk about it. Tell it, tell it, talk about it, tell it, tell it. So I just began to say, we're going to have a church called the Place of Promise. We're going to have a church called the Place of Promise. I didn't know that you had to have lights. I didn't know you had to have cameras. I didn't know the things you had to know to have to make, make church happen. But all I did is talked about, all I did is talked about the church. And God supplied the rest. I knew we needed singers. God supplied the singers. I knew we needed, I knew we needed equipment. God supplied the equipment. My faith didn't say I needed a motif. My faith didn't say I needed drums. My faith just said, we're going to pastor a church. And because my faith said, we're going to pastor a church, it began, things began to happen for us. My faith did not outline what church was supposed to look like. My faith did not tell me that we were going to be coming home. My faith did not tell me there's going to be a pandemic. My faith did not tell me any of that. But what my faith did is talk to my future. Because there's some things in your future that you're not ready, that you don't know about. But your faith knows about it. There's some things in your future that you don't know about. But your faith knows about it. I did not pray, Lord, give me the cords to plug into the microphone. I did not pray, Lord, give me the cord, give me the stanches and the stands. I didn't know anything about that. All I knew is to put out the, play, uh, put out the seed of faith. And the seed of faith drew everything else around it. So what I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, and I'm closing, what I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, what I'm telling you is that your faith, is that your faith can fund your future. Your faith should fund your future. And as long as your faith is being employed, listen to the words I'm using. As long as your faith is being employed, have you employed your faith? Have you told faith, I need you to do this? Have you told faith, faith, come alive in me? Have you told faith, faith, I'm looking for this and I need this to happen in my life? Have you spoken to faith? Faith is waiting on you. Faith is moving. Do you know it's just like having a moving truck? outside in your house and you need and you need somebody you have all and you got and you got all this big old truck and all you got in there is one cup 
You got this big old moving truck, and all you have in that moving truck is one cup. Because you not have employed your faith to move for you. Preacher, how do I employ my faith? Simple. I must declare it. And then I say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Then faith begins to operate. Then faith begins to move. Then faith begins to call things to happen in your life. My brothers and sisters, my faith even now is saying that not many more days from hence we're, you're going to be seeing us move to our new church and our new location. That's my faith speaking. So pastor is saying my faith is dependent on my future. My future is dependent on my faith. And I'm saying that you're going to be able to come to church and run down the aisles. And I'm saying we're going to be able to have prayer vigils. I'm saying this. Why? Because my future is dependent on this faith. And what is my faith? My faith is I know that God can do anything but fail. I know that God can reach beyond the unreachable. I know God can touch the untouchable. I know God can bring it to manifestation because he is a creative and a powerful, all-wise, all-knowing God. Our God is absolute. So, brothers and sisters, as we close this faith series, I want you to know that our faith, that our faith wants you to know something. That God is moving by his miracle, power, signs, and wonders. And my faith is saying to you, my faith is saying to you that God is looking for you. That God is looking for you. My faith is saying that it won't always be like this. Sooner or later, turn in my favor. My faith is saying it's turning around for me. My faith is saying it's turning around for me. And I'll say this, it won't always be like this. God will perfect the things concerning you. Sooner or later, I'll turn in your, it's turning your favor. It's turning around for me. You ought to say that to yourself. It won't always be like this. God will perfect that concerning you sooner or later it'll turn in my favor it's turning around it's turning around for me it's turning around it's turning around for me you say it's turning around it's turning around for me. It's turning around for me, yes. It's turning around for me. Oh, it's turning around.
turning around for me, yes. It's turning around for me, it's turning. It's turning around for me, it's turning for me, yes. We're getting ready to get here for our prayer time. It's turning around for me, yes. Your neighbor, come on, write in the comments. It's turned around for me. My faith is turning around. My faith is turning it around. My faith is turning it around. I know what I've been through. I know what I've seen. I know what I have received. But yet and still, it's still turned around for me. What the enemy meant for evil. God's going to turn around for your good. It's turning around for me. It's turning. Yes, God. Hey, glory to God. I'm praying for you. It's turning around for me. Yes, turning around. First lady's going to come. And if this message has been an impact to you at all, please give. We share our time. It is a great time for you to give. Matter of fact, we should turn it, celebrate our giving that we're able to give. Because do you know our tithe is our praise to God? And our offering is our worship. And we're so glad that you give. And we're so glad that you pay your tithe and your offering here at, this, at the Place of Promise. We're so glad you do and we love it. We thank you because you are planting your seeds in good ground. And if this message has impacted you in such a way, text pastor, tell pastor, this is an impactful word. This is an impressionable word to us. Because my faith will, my faith, my future is dependent upon my faith. You tell your neighbor, my future is dependent upon my faith. That's why you hear us sing songs like, uh, 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 um, we, we, we sing a song called, Minds on the Way. Why? My future is dependent on my faith. Mine is on the way. Matter of fact, y'all do me a favor, write it in your comments. Mine is on the way. Mine is on the way. Mine. Is on the way. And the reason why I say mine is on the way. Because God is exalted. The devil is defeated. And you got the victory. The reason why I say mine is on the way. God is exalted. The devil is defeated. You got the victory. I'll say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. The reason why I can say mine, hey, is on the way. Because God is exalted. The devil is defeated. We got the victory. Hey, tell your neighbor one more time. I got the victory. Yes, I got the victory. Glory to God. I got the victory. This is my victory season. This is my time of overflow. This is my time of increase. This is my time of multiplication. This is my time of favor. This is my time of blessing. This is my time of overcoming. This is my time of overwhelming. This is my victory season. I'm speaking my future. I'm faithing my future. My victory season. Hey, glory to God. Thank Jesus. Hey, this is hallelujah. This is, hey, my victory season.
Thank Jesus. Come on, first lady. Hallelujah. Hi, Sandra, you're a new caller. I'm going to tell you what you do, my sister. I see you. Matter of fact, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. You're walking around in your room, and you said, oh, God. I'm telling you, your victory season is upon you. It's amazing how God does these things. I want you to know that your victory is closer than what you think. 
and that you have to stop worrying because you can't fix it anyway. It's all in the hand of the Lord. And you must start telling yourself, let go and let God. Sandra, um, uh, is your name? Yes. Sandra, you tell God, let go. You tell yourself, let go and let God. Because when you say yes to God, the conversation starts. When you give God a yes, the conversation begins to start. And I'm telling you, my sister, I'm praying for you even now. We are in agreement with you, me and First Lady. The whole place will probably agree with you that your better days are just ahead of you. That your better days and your better times is just ahead of you. No matter what it looks like, I'm telling you, hey, glory. No matter what it looks like, do me a favor. You have this color lipstick. I see it. It's like a pink, uh, reddish color lipstick you like to wear. Take that same lipstick and write on your mirror, my best days are not far away. My best days are not far away. And I'm telling you, the reason why I'm telling you this, because that's one of your favorite. And when you sacrifice something that's dear to you, because your miracle is in your mouth, your miracle hey, is in your mouth. Glory to God. Your miracle is in your mouth. And we praise God and we thank him for it. For he's going to do a marvelous thing. Sandra, God bless you. Jenna, thank you so much. I love your testimony that God paid off your house. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? The paperwork will be there. In less than 14 days, the paperwork will be there. Hear what I'm saying? In less than 14 days, we're putting a mandate upon the Spirit of God. 14 days, you will have your deed. Hallelujah. And I want you to eat. I want you to send a copy so we can put it online. We can show people what God will and can do when you believe in the report of the Lord. Because his report says, I am free. His report says victory. His report says triumph in his name. His report. Glory to God. I'm about to lose it. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. I'm about to Hey, wonderful Savior. Bless his name. We bless God today for all of you that's on the line. Sister Taylor, God bless you today for tuning in. Sister Viv, James, bless your soul. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sharing and thank you for giving. You are not, you are not forgotten. You matter to us. You are not forgotten. And I'm going to tell you as we get ready to go, and we get ready to set up for next week's service. God's been so good to all of us. God's been so good to you. You want to tell somebody that my God is good. You want to write it on your Facebook, everybody on the Facebook page. You want to write it on your Facebook page. And tell everybody, God's been good to me. Why? I matter. God's been good to me. I matter. God's been good to me. You matter. Witness to somebody else and tell that somebody if it's just one person, all of you on the Facebook line, all you on the line, if it's just one person, you want to tell that one person you matter because that one person going to tell somebody else you matter. I said it earlier today, if you missed it, I believe God is starting something and it's called the You Matter Movement. 
starting here at the place of promise, I think God, I believe God has started something called the You Matter Movement. And the You Matter Movement is going to let you know you matter. That's why we tell you, faith your future. Faith your future. Because you matter. We love you. You matter. We're praying for you. You matter. We agree with you. You matter. You matter. And there's so many testimonies of what God is doing. So many things of what God is doing. I want you to know. Tell somebody. Encourage somebody's faith. We're in a good place. Today we had to celebrate our homeboy and our brother. And I'm praying for his family. I'm sending an online prayer, prayer now for his family. For the Henry family, for his little kids. And his daughter and his son and his wife. Left behind young babies. But we know, according to God, they matter. And God always has us covered. God always has you covered. We're going to pray for you now. We thank you for your giving. If you, if, if you didn't have a chance to give, here's our cash app one more time. I'm so glad. Sandra, I want you to know your teary days. Hear what I'm saying? This is your moment. This is your moment. Your tears you've cried. And you've been so hurt and disappointed. And you're in your room and you were saying, oh God, he knows all about it. He's seen your tears. And I'm telling you, my sister, that God is in control. That God is in control. I'll say it one more time. And you should rest in this. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. And all things are going to change. All things are going to change. I'm praying for you. I feel God even right now. I feel it. Thank you, Jesus. We're getting ready to go. We bless you so much in Jesus' name. So much in Jesus' name. I feel your hearts. All of you, I feel you in Jesus' name. I feel your burden. I'm so glad that God has allowed me and First Lady to be able to steward you, to be able to come and talk to you, to be able to say we love you. We send you virtual hugs and kisses. Be praying for us. Our pastor has to preach at another service um, next week, Saturday. So if you want to join in again, we'll we'll give the Facebook page. It's time you can join in for next. I'll, I'll be here Saturday next week preaching. But we have another great engagement. Be praying for pastor. For it looks like I'm, I believe God's going to do that for us. We're, we're so excited about what the future, what future holds for us. I'm faith in your future. I'm saying to you that your brighter days. I'm looking at you right now from where you are. And you look so much better in your future. You look so much better in your future. And I praise God for you. God bless you, Father. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you now for our brothers and our sisters all over this country, all over this world. We thank you, God, for all those who's tuned in from all over the nation. We praise you, God, for that. For it is you that we can do all this. It is you, oh God. God, for those who are in need of you, we thank you that you reached out to them. For your word heals and delivers. We thank you, oh God. 
Today, God, by your power and by your spirit, send your love. Send your amazing arms. Father, wrap us in your arms. And we'll be so careful to give you glory and praise. God, today, I thank you for, I thank you for protecting us from things seen, things unseen. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, I'll see you Monday on the podcast. I'll see you Monday at 7.30 on the podcast. Monday, 7.30 on the podcast. I'll see you then. God bless you. I'll see you Monday. Be praying for us. we just went off for a second but I want to say something we have a victory report and this has to be told remember last week we told you about Sandra and she and she had a liver problem and she kept going back and forth to the hospital and the Holy Spirit came last week and told her and said Sandra God's getting ready to rebuild your liver he's going to restructure your liver now this is what she said the praise report came and the report came back on my liver and they told me they could not find anything. This is the place of promise where miracles, signs, and wonders happen. I know we was getting ready to go. Hey, glory to God. But this is glory to God, the hour of miracles, signs, and wonders. Glory to God. Sonja, we shout and we praise God. Hey. Glory to God. Just when the enemy thought he was going to do it. But I told you before that God is exalted. The enemy is defeated. And we have the victory. God is exalted. The enemy is defeated. We have the victory. Hey, God is exalted. The enemy is defeated. We have the victory. Glory to God. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. We dancing for you even right now. We dancing for your glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We dancing for you. Look at what God has done. Look at what God is doing. Look at how God is moving. Look at God. Glory to God. What a wonder.
God bless everybody. God bless you. God bless you, everybody. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. I know you see a little different setup than you, what you used to seeing, but come on in. Go get somebody. Go tell somebody. Go tag somebody. Do me a favor. Write in the comments that the place of promise is on. I'm so excited today to be able to come with you and to come in front of you today. I'm so glad you logged on. I'm so glad you told somebody. I'm so glad you are here. Today is a very, very special day. I'll say it again. Today is a very, very special day. I believe that God has made this day just for you. And I'm just not only saying that because I'm trying to, send, I'm trying to make you hyper or, 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 or hype you up, but I'm telling you the truth. I believe today God made this day just for you because anything can happen in the moment and time where God is. I'll say it again. Anything can happen in the moment of time where God is. And I believe just at this moment, matter of fact, I'm going to come from behind this podium and I'm going to talk to you right there in front of your face. Uh -uh, that's right. Touch you right there in front of your face. I want you to know. I want to get close up and personal with you today. And I'm telling you, my brothers and my sisters, that God is up to something good. 
matter of fact, I'll say it one more time just for you to know God is up to something good. And I come today to encourage you. We come today to say, hold on. We come today to let you know that it ain't over. We come today to let you know that, hey, that the, the best is yet to come. And it's only the beginning. I see some of you when you're, you've been depressed. I see some of you when you've been crying. And I see some of you when you've been saying, God, what about me? I want you to know God is so much concerned about you. God is so much concerned about you. No, they're the, they're the part of our service. We call the You Matter part. And that part of the service is that to let you know you matter. No matter what you're going through, no matter what life has thrown your way, no matter the stuff you have absorbed, the curveballs, the disappointments, the broken heart, the letdowns, you matter. Because you got up this morning, you matter. Because you breathe, you matter. And I don't know why God has done this today. We changed, the, it's something happened in the whole service today. It's just been, I'm telling you, it's a God thing. It's a God thing. But I want to let you know you matter from all over the country that's watching us from Milwaukee to Mississippi to Louisiana to Texas. You matter. Now, how do I know? How do you know, Pastor, I matter? Well, the Bible tells me the other day, and I was reading the story, it says there's a guy named Jesus who came, for the, who came to live and die just for you. And he rose again. And when he rose again, he rose with all power. And that power, he says, I give unto you. All you have to do is accept him and believe it by faith. And I want you to know God is moving by his power and by his grace toward you. Matter of fact, I'm so glad you logged in. I'm so glad you spent some time with us today. You want to go tag somebody, tell somebody, comment to somebody, call somebody, share, share with somebody, comment to somebody, go get somebody. Why? Because I want to let you know you matter and God is on a quest. Hallelujah. And I'll say it again. God is on a quest to let you know you matter i'll say it again the god that we serve yes jehovah god is on a quest to let you know you matter because he says he search he seeketh such a one can you imagine our god who knows all says he seeketh for such a one and that one is you that one is you and i want you to know our brothers i'm getting ready to pray for you i'm getting ready to join i'm getting ready to come into agreement with you I want you to get whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, whatever's concerning you. You have just entered to the you matter, the you matter part of our service. And it's one of my favorite parts of the service. Why? Because we together corporately get a chance to share with each other and to lay our burden on each other. Matter of fact, I'm making a, 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 cyber, a, a cyber altar right now. We are making a cyber altar right now. And you can come to the cyber altar and lay all your thoughts, all your things on the altar. Matter of fact, if you got some fear, drag that fear to this altar. If you got aches and pains, drag them aches and pains to the altar. If you got wayward children, drag them wayward children to the altar. If you got a broke pocketbook, grab that broke pocketbook and drag it to the altar. Because it's at the altar, hallelujah, that God breathes. It's at the altar, hallelujah, that you can get touched. It's at the altar, hallelujah, that you can receive whatever you want from God. 
So we're going to make a sanctuary. We're going to make a cyber office, right? A cyber sanctuary altar. And I want you to come. I want you. I'm telling you, I just see the cyber sanctuary full of people. I just see it. And I see the people got their hands raised up. I see the, the sound. I see the lights. I see it all going on right now in the cyber sanctuary here at the Place of Promise. Because we are desperate people. Know that a, that a God can do anything but fail. I come to know his name as Jehovah. Jehovah really means he's the relationship, no God. That he's looking for relationship with me and you. I know him to be that kind of person. I know him to be the one that will never let you down. You know, the doctor said one thing, and that's great. But I'm glad they say what they said. But, but the Bible tells me, I shall believe in the report of the Lord. That's why pastor talk the way he do and we yell and we shout and we dance the way he do. Why? Because we believe the report of the Lord. Even in the middle of, even while crisis is going on around us, we yet believe in the report of the Lord. And so I want you to know, join in with me right now. If you can, I'm going to look at your comments. Come on, we're going to fill the screens. We're going to fill our, we're going to fill our, our, our cyber sanctuary with comments today. Yes, yes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I'm so glad you're reaching out. Do me a favor if you can. Rick, let's fill this cyber sanctuary up with emoji hands, hands lifted up with hallelujahs. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Let's fill the cyberspace with worship. Let's fill the cyberspace with praise to God because the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. And I'm so glad that he's inhabiting our praise. I'm so glad that he's inhabiting your worship. I'm so glad because you matter. You matter. You matter. Come on, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you now, God, for all these ones that's on the line. I thank you right now, God, for the cyber sanctuary filled with your presence, filled with your glory, filled with your honor, filled with the tangible presence of the Most High God. For God, we know and we understand, God, that we can have, that in you all things are possible. For the Bible says that, for the Bible lets us know that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. And today, God, we know you are our strength, strength like none other. We know we can depend on you. We know we can trust you. We know, God, we can run to you and cast our cares because our, you care as much for us. Today, oh God, by your presence and by your spirit, come in this room, come in the cyber sanctuary. We give you a standing room invitation to come in here. Move us about, shake us about, roll us about. Do as, do as you please because you have been a mighty good God. And we're so glad to serve you. We're so glad to love you. We're so glad to be a part of what you're doing. Because you know, God, it's our prayer that whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without us. Whatever you're moving, don't move without me. Because God, I, we want to be in the place where you are. Why? Because when you move, everything will be all right. And that's one thing, God, that the people of God should know, that everything is going to be all right. Why? Because you have us covered. You have us covered. I'll say it again. That incites me, God. You have us covered. And we give you glory and we give you praise and we give you honor. Thank you, Jesus, now for coming in the room. Send an anointing, God, like never before. Send your presence like never before. Come in this room, oh God, and fill this atmosphere full of grace, full of miracle, full of sign and wonder. Let the glory of God, thank you, Jesus, bless his name on high. Let the glory of God fill this room. Fill this atmosphere. 
and we'll give you glory we'll give you praise in Jesus' name amen 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 do me a favor clap those hands if you will clap those hands I'm watching your comments clap those hands and tell God he's good clap those hands and tell God he's good come on clap those hands if you will and tell God he's good tell God he's good because you matter today my brothers and sisters we're gonna not hold you long today I would do me a favor tag somebody tell somebody go get somebody go tell somebody that God is in the building that God is in the building I feel him all over me I don't know about you but today I but today before we before we start I want to tell you something just make a few announcements to you if you want to be a part of the place of promise all you have to do is let us know in the comments that you want to be a part first of all we welcome you we welcome you where the place of promise is we grow the people and we love the people and you matter to us you matter to us I'm gonna make it a hashtag hashtag you matter you matter to us and if you become part of this if you become part of this ministry or you want to be you want to be a partner with this ministry just write in the comments I want to partner we'll be so glad to reach out to you We'll be so glad to give you the right hand of fellowship. We'll be so glad to let you know that you mean something to us and that you matter because our God is great. Our God is good. And our God is awesome. Today, my brother and sister, today I had a chance to go, and I'm going to preach, I had a chance to go do a funeral today. And I'm going to tell you, you don't know the value. You should really know the value of what you have in front of you. You know, we only have a few fleeting moments in life. And God uses these moments to teach us. God uses these moments to grow us. God uses these moments to reach out to you and to see are you having an impact or to see are you just having an impression. And I don't know about you, but I want my life to be impact. It's not full of impressions, but impact because I don't want to be just missed. I want to be remembered. I don't really want to be remembered. I want to be missed. And I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, that I'm so glad you tuned in today. I'm so glad you're here with us. Come on, give God a hand praise if you can. I like you. I like all of you to fill the comments up and the screens up. Yes, yes, thank you so much. We're so glad to see you. So glad to see you. Thank you so much. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, visitors. Bless your heart. You have just, thank you. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. We're so glad you come. We're so glad you're here. Bless your heart. We're going to get ready to go to the word of the Lord. The praise team is going to come probably a little later to sing to you. We're going to get ready to go to the word of the Lord right now. If you could, we're going to continue on our message we had last week. Um, just a small part. Turn with me quickly to Samuel. Please keep playing. Turn me quickly to Samuel. First Samuel 17. 17 and 34. 17 and 34. We're continuing our series on faith. Crazy faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. 